0: From worlds beyond to right, right at the, the gaming, gaming table. These are all my fantasy, fantasy children. children. Hey Jeff! You- hey! Aaron. Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Erica Tano saias And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this is All My Fantasy Children. It's a character creation storytelling and collaborative role building podcast where each week Jeff and I take a listener prompt and create a fantasy nightclub.
1: We do. We do. It's the hottest swingingest scene every single week Mm because what happens is like we make the swingingest scene, right? We make like the hottest swingingest club. Of course. And then by the next week, like Ward has gotten out about the hottest club. Yep. And so like it's not really that you start getting the tourists coming in. Yeah. We we call
0: them shoobies. We we, we, Jesus (laughs) Christ so apparently it's set in the beaches of rocket power california
1: sure is sure is we
0: once the once the hot
1: swing in the shoobies start coming in then you get the posers Ugh. then you get the yuppies then you get the second wave of shoebies. Then you get the hipsters. Then you get the neo-hipsters. Then you get the anti-hipsters. Then you get the third wave shoobies. God then you get damn. the second wave anti-hipsters. And by then it's really it's just a mess. It's just a McDonald's at that point. We have sold the franchise to a McDonald's. Every single week, basically, we're actually just making a McDonald's. Is really what it is. It seems to be. We're just opening a new McDonald's franchise every single week.
0: And that's fair. Um because every week, you know, the junior wizards come to us. They step up to our counter and they're like, feed us senior wizards with your magical storytelling. And we provide for you. But it's like low calorie. Don't try calorie. To spin
1: this into something meaningful. We're making a McDonald's.
0: <laughs> no, but I'm, what I'm saying is we're giving them like no nutrition, just like cheap food to shove in. It tastes real good. But then you're like, oh, I don't feel so good. And I'm we like, also yup. fire it all out of T-shirt cannons. Shout out to my man Greedy. Jeff, why are you? We this is this is a good one because now it's got McDonald's, it's got a nightclub, the word Shuby, and now we have summoned the dark evil of gritty, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot. He's my boy, Philly, fucking love gritty him. is I love awesome. Him. I actually like gritty.
1: He shot a fan with a t-shirt cannon day one. <laughs> day one, Aaron. He also slipped on the ice like thirty Twice,
0: times. Twice, three times. Day yes. one. I love him. Do we have a prompt this week, Aaron? We do have a prompt this week. We're going to take a listener prompt and create an original fantasy story with it. Prompt this week comes to us from our Discord. From Gelatinous deer slime comes prompt, the bottom of the lake where the roots all grow.
1: Solid. Good prompt. I'm into it. Let's do it.
0: It's real good. So I have an idea for how the character, like how, you know, the character is going to fit into this and how we find out who they are. But mm-hmm. I know you had mentioned to me before that you wanted to talk more about like subterranean fantasy, like underground. Yeah, I
1: I I dig like underground terrain. You know, caves and like cave systems are really cool, and it's something that we've never really gone into. And I imagine there's all sorts of like cool, interesting things. Kind of like outside of the purview of like easily accessible areas. Kind of like an area at the bottom of the lake where all the roots grow.
0: So at the is it underneath a lake, like a cave under a lake, in like a pocket, or is yeah, it literally? I think like, so you know what I mean? Like a, I don't.
1: T- I mean, I'm gonna hit you with the Jeff Stormer.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I can't be both.
1: It can be both. Like the yeah, like I imagine they kind of bleed together. Like the water bleeds into the cave, and the cave like drains some of the lake. And it sort of is, you know, it's constantly this sort of middle period, this middle
0: area. So it's a middle, under a lake. It's Middle
1: Earth, if you will.
0: Oh, no. This middle, I don't know, what's that from? That's right, we're playing Merp. Stop, are we really? (laughs) No. (laughs) God, no. Never.
1: Never in a million years ever. Jeff,
0: what is Middle Earth? What is that from?
1: I don't know, never heard of it. It's an original uh copyrighted. I'm copywriting that. Actually, not even for all my fantasy children. So I swear to God, if you use it in all my fantasy children, I will sue you forever.
0: It's, I'm not, I'm not. I asked you what it was. I promise. I'm literally going to in right now deleting Slip Willis. Like my <laughs> finger is on fire. Okay. So there's a lake. Yeah. And can I give a detail then? Cause so yeah, we we're please. saying there's a there's like a pocket cave, right? Like yep. underneath of a lake. And if the roots all grow there, maybe, like, I'm thinking, like, baobab trees, where they're, mm-hmm. like, in the water, like, almost walking on top of it, it looks like. And yeah. they reach down so low that they, like, pierce through the ground. And, like, if you were to stand at the bottom of, of this cave, you were to stand in it, and you looked up, you would see the roots of, like, these great baobab trees.
1: I love that. And the, other, the idea I want to spin off of that is I think the cave is the roots. Like, they st- they go down so low and they intertwine and they just kind of cut off the water, which is why, like, some of the water sinks <gasps> oh. in. And it's oh. just this cave system of these, like, mammoth gargantuan roots, like, twirling together into, like, tunnels.
0: Oh, fuck. Okay. So, this 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 pocket, it's just naturally occurring, yes? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And above it is a, like, a, a lake lake? Or is it just, like, a casual, like, you know, like, woman's lake at home? Or it's just, like... A pond next to a 7 type thing.
1: Uh, it's definitely next to, next to a fantasy convenience store. So that's, it's basically next to Pies and Potables, a Mama yeah, Cat it's Corby's. Next to, it's next to a Pies and Potables. Not the Pies and Potables, but a Pies and Potables.
0: Oh, not, yeah, definitely not the flagship enterprise. Uh, Just a random one. Where do you want to say it is? We never go to, we rarely go to Dragon, just for funsies. Yeah, let's put it by Dragon. All right, so there's a fantasy, there's a Pies and Potables, Mama Cat and Corby's established convenience store, adventuring hub, and pizza shop. And next to it is just a small or a large lake? Medium? Medium-sized like lake, a medium-sized lake. And underneath of it, these great baobab trees reach... Are they great or are they just regular? I kind of like them.
1: I, I think I, I kind of like them being great. Like, or at least, at least, if not great, mul- like, molten, like, moltenous.
0: Okay. Matt, like, numerous Already that tree and, like, I don't know how, do, I don't know how people can not look at them and be like, those are alive. They're walking. They look like they're walking. You know? Mm-hmm. So these are trees reaching, they're in the lake. Yes? Mm-hmm. And they're reaching down so low that they have entangled themselves in each other. Is this magical or natural? Uh, I I think a little magical. Okay. And it has created a pocket, a cave underneath the lake. For a purpose or no? Hmm. What do you think? I think we can figure that out. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I have an idea for this character. How how I think would be cool to figure out who they are, what's going on, is... This character awakens in the cave, in darkness, and they kind of, we're going to figure out based on their character class, like tables, how they got there, why they're there, and what they're looking for, based on like tables and stuff. Okay. But they definitely awaken in darkness, like in a, you know, the beginning of a tabletop game, mm-hmm. and they don't know, do, we'll figure out if they know why they're there, how they got there, things like that. But they are definitely like in this root cave, which is called mm-hmm. what? hmm hmm the root hollow oh fuck the root hollow so -hmm. they wake up in the root hollow and why is tbd but they know they wake up there and they're we'll figure that out what should we play because i was thinking about sam gore the other day and how we played Dungeons and dragons and we just figured out he's a rogue you know and then based on his starting gear we figured out some neat details. Same thing with uh um Eliza, Eliza Johnswort. Mm-hmm. We figured out some neat details based on like what they ha- the starting gear of a ranger. Okay. And I think that could be a fun thing. You want to do that again? We can do that yeah, again. Yeah, let's do that again. All right. Let me pull up the D&D player, fifth edition player's handbook. Holla.
1: Okay. I think, yeah, if I remember correctly, we used a background. And it was the stuff the background had that was, like, a rat.
0: Yeah, it was, like, she had a rat, and, like, uh, Sam Gord's starting gear was, like, a dagger, some average clothes, and, you know, I don't know if there's maybe, like, a fun weighted, thing in yeah, there. Yeah, like,
1: weighted dice and marked cards. Yeah, so yes. it, was a, it was the back, we we picked the background and used the equipment list there to kind of figure stuff out. Yes. So what do we think their background, like, what is the, give me some pronouns. Okay. Six. Ha!
0: So she is a what? I got a three. What class do you want to pick? I don't know. What are you thinking? We haven't made, uh, we don't have a lot of fighters and we don't have that many bards. Okay. What are you thinking? Either
1: one's fine. Either one of those is good by me. Let's do a fighter.
0: Yeah, we never make a fighter. So she's a fighter. She wakes Mm -hmm. up in a cave in darkness. Mm -hmm. Now, what does she have on her? Like, what is the equipment? Is that based on the background though?
1: That's based on the background. Okay. Wait, Nope. a fighter has some starting equipment. She can have either chainmail or leather armor, a long bo- or a chainmail or leather armor, a longbow and 20 arrows. What do you think? Chainmail. Chainmail? Yeah. She can have a martial weapon and a shield. So like a sword and shield, axe and shield, club and shield, whatever. Okay. Or two martial weapons. I like a
0: shield. Okay. we we'll go with a shield. What, what do you think the weapon is? i do like a club. Let's go with a club. Okay. So a club and what I'm thinking for a shield is a tower shield.
1: Like, yeah, okay. one that's,
0: like, say she's, like, 5'5", five five, it's, like, 6'5". It's mm-hmm. real fucking big and heavy. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay.
1: She can have a light crossbow and 20 bolts or two hand axes.
0: What do you think about that? I kind of like two hand axes. Me too.
1: And then she can have a Dungeoneer's pack, which are all the things you need to survive in a dungeon, or an Explorer's pack, which are things designed for exploring.
0: Like what? What's the thing designed for exploring compared to adventuring? <laughs>
1: Probably, like, map-making gear. Probably stuff more for traveling than, like, immediate survival. Okay. Like, weather-resistant like weather resistant gear as opposed to, like, sturdier, like, firmer gear. Stuff like that. Probably not as much, like, a, probably, like, torches instead of a lantern. Stuff like that.
0: Okay. So, I'm thinking it's the first one. The dungeon gear. Okay. Um, And that would be, what, like, rope and, like, a lock-picking kit or something? Yeah, or like stuff a, like that. So, we know this person went woke up and is like battle ready like this person's Mm -hmm. geared out two hand axes a tower shield a fucking club uh was ready for adventure how did she end up in the root hollow
1: well if she's ready for adventure and she has all the stuff for dungeoneering then i mean just because she woke up there doesn't mean that she doesn't know how she got there yes yes because we don't know how she got there doesn't mean she doesn't so like i i can easily picture that as she, like, camped out here and said, like, all right, it is now time for me to go into the Root Hollow.
0: Ooh, so she's at, like, the beginning of the Root Hollow. hmm And so yeah. she wants to explore it, essentially, or figure out what's inside of it. She's an adventurer. That's all we yeah, know for she's now. she's doing
1: something. She's doing something.
0: Okay. What, what should we do next?
1: What do we want her fighting style to be? We have some options. Okay. Just from the core options in the player's handbook, we have archery, defense, dueling... Great weapon fighting, protection, or two-weapon fighting.
0: What's the difference between defense and protection?
1: Uh, Protection is protecting someone else. Defense is
0: defending yourself. I'm thinking defense. Okay. She's got a tower shield and a club. That's pretty much like bring it in, like bring someone in close, push them with the shield, bonk them with the club type thing. Mm -hmm. Like This is like the point of the phalanx. Okay. Yeah, I like that. So that what is what is that? What does that tell? Like, what does that tell us? What does it tell you? That someone's a defensive fighter. It means they. I'm thinking that they work alone because we specifically said defense rather than protect. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's there's never anyone else involved. This person is flying solo in the root hollow, and but they're not an aggressive. Like this doesn't sound like a hunter.
1: You no, no, I mean? no, 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 no. She's not hunting something. She is on a mission, but it's not a mission. It's not. It's she's alone, but I also don't think it's selfish. Like, no. I don't think she's I don't think she's after something for her own gain, whether it's glory, gold or whatever.
0: Yeah, no, definitely not. It's to what do you think like save someone or were there other people and now she is separated? I kind of like that.
1: I kind of like her rescuing someone, Ooh, but man. I kind of like her rescuing other adventurers. Yeah, that's like, what, she yeah. Is essentially kind of like a like I'm picturing almost like a Rambo kind of thing where she is maybe like, OK, here's some I'm throwing some stuff out. Yes, please. If she's a defensive fighter, that means that, you know, she knows that, she knows that what happens if she gets hit. Yes. That means she knows what happens if, like, the fight gets to her, basically. Mmm, okay. Which means that she's smart. It means that she's experienced. It means that she's, like, rugged. The fact that she fights alone means she doesn't want other people around, which tells me that she's had bad experiences. I'm getting the vibe that she is probably, like, an ex-soldier or, like, a mercenary that basically... Takes on jobs when people are at risk because, like, kind of like getting pulled back. You know, like, like I try to get out and they pull me back in. It's yeah. sort of a one last job. Like, we need you to go in and rescue some people. And she's like, "Fine, just fine. I'll so, do it."
0: Do the idea of like coming out of sort of our, an adventure retirement. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the root hollow. It makes yep. me think that there's a cave under here and someone needs rescuing. So someone what fell in the lake was pulled down by the roots or something. How do they? Oh,
1: I like pulled down by the roots. If we're saying they're magical, they can't. They, it's entirely possible that they're sort of sinister. Yes. Evil th- forest magic.
0: I'm thinking like the Kraken in the lake type thing mm-hmm. where it, instead of that, it's like baobab trees can reach up and like grab your leg and pull you underneath and drag you into this like dungeon, the root hollow. Mm-hmm. And that's where I would assume like you know, its stomach is, or, like, mm-hmm. its core, like the beak of a kraken would be. But instead, it it's a lake, and it pulls someone in, and... The, yeah, the trees... I, what, what I think it is, is that the
1: trees pull you in, like, because the roots grow here, and it's the root hollow, the root cave. I think the roots, and therefore the trees, are the sinister thing. Yes, absolutely. And that the, the lake around it is, for lack of a better term, a trap thing to draw people in... They go on the lake, and then suddenly, like, roots pop up, pull you down into a cave, and then there you die. And then another tree pops up oh. in its place.
0: Oh, I like that. A lot. It's like a terrifying hydra. Yeah. So my idea for you is it's next to a Mama Cat's pies and potables. Mm-hmm. Now, we established that that's a place where, like, old adventurers and young adventurers can gather, swap stories, hang out with, like, like-minded people. It's where yep. you can go to, like, you know, it's, it's the American Legion for adventurers.
1: You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I know that. I know what you mean very well. I, my father was the commander <laughs> of an American Legion. Hell, I got yes. married in, Amer- in an American Legion. Yes,
0: you did. I am proposing then that um, this person is older. Mm-hmm. She's probably, I would say, like let's say, like sixty-five. Like it's been a minute. The hu- like yeah. the human age. Maybe she is a human. She a human? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she's a she human a of human.
0: sixty-five, and she's in Mama Cat's pies and potables. She's chilling talking to her friends, you know, like everybody gets together and they hang out, play some skee-ball, have a drink or two, and then they go home. Mm -hmm. But she's there and as she's heading out, you know, she has all her shit on her. I think that's part of the routine though is like, even if you're a retired adventurer hanging out in Mama Cats, you still dress up in your regalia like and you bring all your stuff because it's like one, a flexing session because it's like, holy shit, that tower shield is so magical and like amazing. Yeah, I want it on a I dueled the devil and won this tower shield because I'm so good. You know, it's everybody bragging and telling basically fishing stories Mm -hmm. about like the glory days. So as they're leaving, what they see the bubbles of someone flailing in the lake and know that like, oh, no, I thought just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Can I can I can I can I can I I throw you some pivots on that? Oh, absolutely. Because I've got some pivots. This is just verbal vomit.
1: No 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 no. I think it's great, and I want to keep a lot of it, but I have some 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 wrinkles to throw at you. Let's do it. It's her mama cats.
0: Ooh, fuck. She owns a franchise?
1: She owns the franchise. Oh! This is fuck. her This is her like adventuring spot. This is where she's from. Like this is the area where she's from, is this tiny little out-of-the-way town outside of Dragon. We'll call it
0: Some with like desert, volcanoes. Obsidian Lake. Fuck. God, that's so good. So she's got the Mama Cats on Obsidian Lake. Yeah, she's
1: got the Obsidian Lake Mama Cats. It's on an actual lake. Or at least, it has become on an actual lake in the last few years.
0: Yeah, of course, because because this invasive species of terrifying Baobab has sort of created a false lake.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so good! And And she was an adventurer. She walked away. And what I'm thinking of for Mama Cats and Corby's, the detail that I want to throw in... My partner and I just finished watching all 11 seasons of Cheers. Oh, yeah. We finished it. We finished the series, and we're on to (laughs) Frasier. The thing about (laughs) Cheers that I really like is that the set, basically, if you picture Cheers, the set, the walls are lined with, like, photos and stuff. It's one of those kind of bars Mm -hmm. where, like, there's just stuff on every inch of the walls. Old pictures, you know, musical instruments, deer's heads, that kind of thing are just lining the walls. I'm picturing that, I'm picturing your average Mama Cat and Corby's as that, but for adventuring gear. Mmm, I dig it. When she catches wind that, like, this lake is devouring people, because I think it takes a little while, because I think adventurers are hesitant, like, adventurers are reluctant to share stories that don't paint that, like, you get a lot of people who, like, flee the Rot Hollow and just don't come back. Yeah. Because they lost someone, or because, like, their adventuring party was consumed, or because they almost died and fled. So, like, those stories don't get back to the to our, our heroine, who is named...
0: Hmm. hmm. It's gotta be something cool, because she's like a hmm. fighter with a tower shield, like, that's super strong. What's a tower shield, like, things of defense and blocking and... Hmm. Mm-hmm. Bastion. Her last name is Bastion. Okay, so Bastion. Bas- Her last name is Bastion. Her first name is... Hollow Bastion. I'm kidding. That's from Kingdom Hearts. Um, <laughs> um hmm. Okay, let's All right, so her name is simple and clean. No. Um, okay. What is a fun Okay. The words that involve defense and blocking, protection, um, hmm, guarding, um, i go with Perry, like P-E-R-R-Y. Oh my god, that's so good. So Perry Bastion? Oh Yes. Okay, so Perry opens a Mama Cat and Corby. Yep. And, well, she buys one, <laughs> because that, it's like a Smoothie King. Yep. I have worked at a Smoothie King before, and it was individually owned, and it was terrible. But, so there's, like, you know, she's part of the corporate system of Mama Cat and Corby's, but it's also, like, this network of adventurers trying to help each other out, like, once you retire and you're not getting bags of gold from like slamming a dead, you know, Tarasque on the ground in front of like a bounty hunter, you got to make a life for yourself. You got to get cozy. And what better way to surround yourself with friends?
1: I think I want to change a detail that I put out earlier. Okay. I th- I like the idea that the lake has always been there. Yeah. At least as long as she's been there. I think she's a fairly newer element as opposed to the lake. Like, she settled here. I have the sailor background in front of me because I've been flipping through the backgrounds. Okay. And I'm like, it'd be kind of cool if she was, like, an old sailor. Like, that's neat.
0: Can I give you a pitch as to how, why this Mama Cats came in before we do that? Yeah. So, like the Smoothie King I worked at, before she bought it, it's next to this lake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Business was not good at this no. certain Mama Cat and corpies. Adventurers were going there to this Mama Cat's and sitting down by the Obsidian Lake. And for some reason, they wouldn't ever leave, it felt like. They would never come back to the town Mm -hmm. that they started in. Like Adventurers were showing up there and not coming back. And people started getting a little wary of like, I don't know, the one by the Obsidian Lake, I don't like going there. It seems like something shady is happening, something sinister, and business kind of slowed down. So the previous owner had to give it up. And Mama Cat is a sailor, you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, hey, I'm trying to start a new. I'm trying to, I've always kind of wanted one because they're sick. Like, mm-hmm. a Mama Cat's his fucking baller. So I think she's like, I've kind of always wanted one of those. And I think I'm going to, like, start anew and, like, hang up my club and my tower shield and buy something that, like, you know, I can start and just relax, you know, enjoy my golden years and just, like, mm-hmm. hang out with people. Like, I would love to own Cheers And just, like, have my friends over and, like, hang out. So I think she takes this up and is this recent.
1: You know, is this part of, like... In the last probably, like, two years, I think.
0: So she's turned this place around visually, you know, new floors, done all this reconstruction work. But, like, no one's showing up until someone Mm -hmm. does and vanishes. And that is where this adventure starts.
1: Yeah. And she kind of, like, picks up on the stories over those time of, like... Yeah, you know this lake is haunted, right? Ooh, like people
0: go out on the lake and they never come back. (laughs) They go out on the lake because obviously Mama Cat and Corby's has romantic paddle boats. Yes, on the Obsidian Lake, she sets them up because she thinks that's cute. Like adventuring, talk and talk of like battles are great, but sometimes you gotta like go out in a paddle boat and like as the sun goes down, glass
1: and glass bottom boats. I think I also like
0: glass bottom paddle boats. (laughs) Yeah, this is pretty great. Looking looking down a lake. And they're very sort of not romantic. Romantic to some. Looking yeah. down at a haunted lake and you're paddling out as the sun goes. It's got a really good view of the sunset. Mm-hmm. And I, and, I, and a really good view of Dragon, I think. Yeah, off in the distance, off in the clouds. Yeah, yeah, like you see it sparkle and you're like, wow, this is amazing. And like a lot of adventurers come there to like meet someone. This is like a very, this is a very special Mama Cat and mm-hmm. So sailing, <laughs> going back.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I just have it open and I was like, I was like, it'd be kind of cool if she was like an old retired sailor and then came back, like settled, was like, I want to be on the water. It would also explain why she has boats on the lake is because she wanted to be on the water.
0: Can we roll in our backgrounds now? Yeah. Mix
1: it up a little bit? Yeah. But first we want to, I want to talk, uh, first we have some stuff to discuss because I'm looking over this background. Oh, fuck yeah. We should discuss the nature of the ship that she previously sailed on. Was it a merchant ship, a naval vessel, a ship of discovery or a pirate ship? How famous or infamous is it? Is it widely traveled? Is it still sailing or is it missing and presumed lost?
0: Okay, so she had a previous occupation, basically, of what we're calling sailor, but yeah. she was an adventurer. We're saying that she yeah. was like a, you know, slay the dragon type thing. Yes, or is it something else?
1: It could be. I mean, that's that's a pretty broad thing. Like, adventurer just means a person that went out and did amazing things. Mm, okay. So it's entirely possible that she was just, like, on a boat as, like, like do a you know, Jason and the Argonaut style like pirate shit.
0: I fuck with that. So you're saying a pirate ship? She could have been on a pirate ship. In essence it could be a pirate ship that like didn't rob, but like was a ship with a crew that was like, yeah. you know, combat ready and stuff. Yeah. Like but a warship not a military basically. vehicle. Yes. Yes. Yeah,
1: kind of a sea dog. Yeah. Like basically like a pirate hunter. Yes. Mm, I like that. It kind of gives her a background in like rescuing people and like right it like helping like rest specifically rescuing people Because she would see a a ship fly the Jolly Roger and be like, nope, you're not going to hurt anybody. I'm going to just like we're going like my ship and my crew and I am going to stop you.
0: And what do you think brought her to that? You know what I mean? What brought her to be a pirate hunter? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, let's figure. Well, maybe we'll roll in the back. Is there more to discover besides the nature of her ship? How famous was it? How famous was this ship? Hmm. How famous? Because there are some famous pirate hunters out there. Well, there are famous pirates. Yes, but also Quill Quill Hale. Quill Hale's a pirate hunter.
1: Oh, were, were they a pirate hunter?
0: Oh, yes. But I that's for, okay. I thought they were
1: just a pirate.
0: Well, then they eventually started fucking up other pirates and protecting the oceans. Which is great, because that's just one region. I'm. But,
1: but I mean, but also, if we're saying that Perry is a pirate hunter. <gasps> oh, wow. There's no reason that she could not have been on, on Quill Hale's <gasps> ship.
0: Oh. On the,
1: the icy talon.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So this... Okay. So this is someone who's... Okay. So I have an idea for you. All right. All right. So you saying that gives me an idea. That this was a person on the crew of the Frozen Talon, Quill Hale's pirate hunting ship. hmm This is a human who has done amazing things, but has always been the sidekick to someone else. Yeah. Has never been on the front page of the Adventure Weekly, like, has always been on the team, but never like the star player never was able to make a name for herself as like a legendary hero. And that, mm-hmm. you know, that I would see if I were a hero bound for what do you think that bugs her, though? Yes. Hmm. Is an OK answer, you know? Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think a little bit like I, I think it bothers her more
1: so in that, like, she doesn't I get the vibe that she is someone that doesn't want to have like take orders. Yes. She doesn't want to, like, be, she doesn't want, yeah, she doesn't want to take orders, so I think that's the part that bothers her. She's just like, I just want to do my own thing. I just want to be my own person and do, and not have to, like, follow anyone. So, like, when I get the opportunity, I'm leaving and just starting, and just starting a bar somewhere.
0: Because in tabletop land, like, the tank, essentially she is the tank of the party. You know, like, Mm -hmm. Quill Hale is flying around fucking, I don't know what weapon she uses, a spear, and is, like, picking people up, dropping them in the water. The person who's taking all the hits and blocking all the damage is Perry. Mm -hmm. It's Perry Bastion. Like, so Perry Bastion is like in many adventure games. The tank is very underrated. Mm -hmm. It's all about DPS and stuff like that. The tank is just like, all right, now block all the damage while I do the cool shit and kill this monster. And I think that like kind of annoyed her. So she travels around being like, okay, imagine if this was a thing. Because a lot of the times when we talk about heroes, they're like pretty offensive, Mm -hmm. But there has to be in the party the defensive character who like keeps them alive and safe that for like countless ages has Mm -hmm. been Perry Perry bastion has been someone like keeping adventurers safe keeping danger away from them repelling enemies so that they can land the final blow and you know slay that demon and stuff like that has seen so many amazing adventures but was not the star of the movie was the Mm -hmm. bumblebee to Optimus Prime. Yeah. And that, you know, and that eventually, I think it was like, I think I'm going to get my own ship. I want to be a yeah. pirate hunter has tried like everything in second banana land, you know, has been a second mm-hmm. banana to so many heroes opens a bar for what? I think it's, I think she opens a bar
1: just because she wants something that is hers.
0: Oh gosh. Like, she
1: just is like, she's like, I'm tired of being, I'm tired of answering to other people. I don't, I don't even necessarily, like, I don't even necessarily want to order other people around, I kind of just want something that is mine, and mine alone, that, like, will be mine forever, so, like, I'll just open a bar, people can come hang out, I will give them drinks, it's not going to be a thing that I'm going to have, like, employees, it's not, it's going to be very consciously by design, like, a small establishment, and it'll be out of the way, and it'll be mine, and I can just be there by myself with friends
0: i fucking love that what next
1: yeah we i mean yeah we can go through the rest of the stuff we got we got stuff to go through let's
0: go through it let's do it
1: uh we've got a table to roll on because she has some club we she has some i see she has some club she has some equipment which is a club 50 feet of silk rope a set of common clothes 10 gold and a lucky charm which says we can roll on a random trinket on the trinkets table yeah (laughs) but yeah i definitely want to roll on a random trinkets (laughs) table yes please all right Give me a D hundred.
0: All right, let me. Okay, <laughs> nineteen.
1: Nineteen. A pipe that blows bubbles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stop. That is not it. It's a pipe that blows bubbles. So always hanging from her mouth is like a really cool. It it's so ornate, Jeff.
1: Oh yeah, it's definitely ornate enough that you think it's legit, and then right, and then. Right. See, I, I love this because it's right when you think it's it's like legit and right when you are like at your most
0: like wow you're amazing <laughs> Did you just <laughs> <laughs> And like almost constantly like inhales, exhales, bubbles out the pipe.
1: I think it's her way of saying that she's joking. Like she'll she'll be real mean to you and be like, get get out of my bar and never come back. And you'll be sit there for a second and be like,
0: Okay, I'm so I'm sorry. Oh, you're you're messing with me. You're messing with, you're me. Messing with me. Yeah, because this is like an old season pro. You know, like yeah. they have a sense of humor because nothing's that serious. She's seen yeah. some shit, so like to her, the bar life is just fun. It's yeah. it's time to really relax and like enjoy right. yourself.
1: And that that adds that adds a really fun element to the bar because it's it's also that she just wants it to be hers and she just wants a place where she can just hang out and have fun. Yeah, and not take things so seriously. Exactly. She's had to be on the job her entire
0: life. She just wants a place that she can be like, yeah, I'm done. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, so she has a sense of humor. We know that. And, like, she has this setup and this bar with these love boats and stuff like that. I dig it. Is there a, what's next? Uh, next is we have
1: our, our traditional tables. Let's roll on some tables. Hell yeah. Uh, give me a D8 for a personality trait. Seven. My language is as foul as an otaiga nest.
0: <laughs> says fuck a lot.
1: Just fuck a lot. <laughs> no. I'm just fucking with you. Boop, boop,
0: boop, boop, boop. Wait, can I give you a stupid, really stupid pitch? Yeah. She has her own her own slang curse words. Oh, I like that. Her bar has a no cursing rule, but she has a list of swear words that are allowed.
1: And the only, it's not a written list. It's just she has made them up in her head. She's oh, like, oh yeah, far
0: farfin, <laughs> farfin, farfin, ah farfin. So she has comical, I mean, they're quite funny. And like, there is a strict no cursing rule.
1: Oh, yeah. Shh. You say, you say, you say fucking her business, she'll be like, get out and never
0: come back. I'm just farfing with you. I'm just farfing with you. <laughs> I love that so much. But she uses the words like an absurd amount. Like, oh yeah. it, it, it it's like someone with the mouth of a sailor. But every word is almost nonsense. Like, I'm going to kick you in the stute. And You're like, I, is that my butt? I think that's my butt. I'm going to knock the gorgle out of you. Like, the gorgle? Oh, you mean like, fu- damn it. Ah, there's a swear jar for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm really enjoying you this. You farthing really- This is so stupid. She's, like, weird. I like that she's just a weird old lady. I think it's just fun. Like, she's never been the hero, you know, has, so it's just someone who's like, kind of chill about it. It's like someone in like an old industry pro, (laughs) you know, in any industry that like, you know, took a long time to get where they want to be. They're not going to take everything so seriously. They're not going to sweat the small stuff.
1: And like mentioning the, going back to the American Legion, like the, the old timers at the Legion were some of the weirdest and just like funniest people. Yes. They were just, and they would, and they're like, she's definitely the kind of person that like, We'll just casually, like, we'll talk to you. It just seems to have, like, an opinion and, like, know more than she should about topics that are, like, way outside of her purview. Yes. And we'll just randomly drop in, like, oh, you talking about, uh, oh, you talking about, uh, Clockworks? Yeah, I built one of those back, uh, back in the day, back when I was on Quill Hill ship. Yeah, we built, uh, I ended up repairing one of the, uh, one of the pirates. I, I fixed it all up. It was, uh, it was a great time. And then she just never mentions it again. And you're like, wait, did you?
0: I'm sorry, say that again. And she's just like, P-p-p-p-p-p-p-p-p. I'm really digging this very eccentric former pirate adventurer yeah, now. Yeah, she's just like a cool old lady. Yes. And I, oh my God, I fucking love this. Okay. Because now it makes it even more fun that like stuff is on the walls at every Mama Cat and mm-hmm. Corby's, but at her version, at this one, it's like weird shit. Oh, like, yeah. It's definitely like exotic weapons. Yes, like really exotic weapons. Like trophies from fighting tournaments that you're like, wait, you were there? Of course I was there. What do you mean? Holy shit. That's like the most legendary fighting tour. What? And just also like pictures of like a cat. A cat like on a piano. There's a
1: photo of her like smiling and sm- her and Xiao Clown smiling and giving thumbs up to the camera. She has never explained it. And like if you <laughs> ask her right, she's just like, I don't know. Yeah, she'll, she'll just be like, yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, you like, know no, picture I don't, I Picture don't of her know. dressed
0: like a sailor with a big lollipop. And it's just like, wait, can you explain that? Oh, man. My 30s were wild. I don't have all day. I do not have I, all day. You, you just got to have been there. Boop, 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 boop. Has an eye patch. Yep. No doubt. No one knows if it's like just for show or not, but definitely has a really cool eye patch. Mm-hmm. Give me a D6 <laughs> for an ideal. This is. <laughs> one horse respect the thing
1: that keeps a ship together is mutual respect between captain and crew
0: oh there is no fighting you got to respect the rules there's no bar brawls there's no competitive arcade games but
1: the other half of that when you're when you're in that bar you're one of her crew which is why when one of those people like once she opens it you know, she opens it and the reputation hits immediately, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are the regulars. There are the people that come and go. There are people that come once she opens the bar. But that reputation of like, you know, people just go missing. You know, this whole place is haunted, right? Like, you know, it was a terrible idea to buy this mom and cat and Corby's. And she's like, yeah, okay, whatever. We'll figure it out. The second one of her regulars goes missing is why she goes into the rot hollow. Oh, hell. is why she goes into the root hollow.
0: Yes. Oh, that's so good. Because like, those are my people. That's yeah. my. This is my family. Is my That's my crew. my crew, and I am the captain of this vessel. Boop boop, boop 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 boop
1: boop. Yep. So she's like the second. Some one of their regular second. It's like old red eye. Oh, old red eye went missing. Yeah, no, nobody's heard from old red eye in like two weeks. Said he was going out on the lake.
0: Oh my God. Well, all right, off I go. All mm-hmm. right. Take my club off the rack. She
1: throws throws somebody his set of keys. Don't burn the place down. <laughs> if I ain't come back in a week, I'm dead. The
0: sh- Can I give you details about her weapons? <laughs> Her weapons are like painted and decor like there's decorations on them that are just for show. Like there's a keychain on the bottom that makes it look like a keyblade, but it provides no function. It's just yeah. neat. Like there are set, you know, like an Ita bag or whatever, it a bag, where there's mm-hmm. like tons of charms on a bag and like my favorite character. Like there's definitely like a big Jeremy keychain dangling from the mace. And it's like, oh big Jeremy? It's my idol, man. That guy's sick with a mm-hmm. mace. Does that do anything? Is it magically infused? What? No, why? What? It's paint, The shield is painted to have a big face on it, <laughs> like Nick Jr. The
1: beer glasses at this Mama Cat and Corby's are very large.
0: How large? Just like
1: large beer glasses, and it's just like, never. nobody ever, they're just like, yeah, she gives you like a, sh- a ton of beer for not a lot of money. It's not good beer, but like it's cheap, and it's plentiful. It's cheap. And she's just like, hey, drink up. <laughs> it's gonna go bad if you don't, so you may as well drink it up.
0: Hey, where do you get where do you get this beer from? What are you a cop? Why are you asking me so many questions? <laughs> what type of beer is How this? How about you get the farfin out of my bar? You get the farfin out of my bar. Drink your beer. Shut the floof up. <laughs> nah, I'm
1: just messing with you.
0: <laughs> so wait, let's roll their flaw real quick. Flaws right. next. Well, we got a bond next. Oh, bond, Give me a D6 bond. For a bond. Let's do it. Animal d dancing. One horse. Fuck. Loyal to my captain first. Everything else second. Hmm. We can twist that around where it's like I'm loyal to my crew and literally everything comes second. Yeah, like there's certain times when like this this happens. Like she goes into rude hollow, the bar is just empty. Like no one. Oh, so yeah. people walk in, and they're like, "Hello, hello, Perry." It's nobody's there. The other half of that,
1: no one steals a thing. No, they walk in, they look around. Perry's not here. Why is the door unlocked? There's, like, one person behind the bar just, like, she told me to watch things, but I have no idea how to do anything. And people are just, like, I could probably rob this place. Oh, uh, but that Perry's gonna get real mad. I couldn't. I couldn't. Like,
0: why did you want to do give that? she give me this then?
1: look. She'd give me this, this look of disappointment that I can't do that.
0: I couldn't do that to her. There's just a really, like, weird... Okay, so, like, a whacking inflatable arm-flailing tube man... There's a Mm -hmm. jar on the counter with, like, wiggle arms and Google eyes. This just says (laughs) money, please. (laughs) Like, you have to put it in there. Everything is fucking stupid. Like, everything has Google eyes on it in the restaurant. Trash cans, every beer giant beer glass. Her tower shield, where, like, normally the eye slit would be to look through. Just Google eyes. (laughs) Google eyes and a big face. Yep. It's like a wacky hero. And that's why I think, like, she never took off in her prime in terms of popularity for being so quirky. And I think it's not a sad thing.
1: It's just like, I don't think she was, I don't think she was quirky back in the day. Oh, I think she was real serious back in the day. was like hard edged Mm. and like straight to the point. Like, you know, a a, a warrior's warrior, right? Like, like, like
0: hard as fuck. And then she retired and she's like, "Eh, fuck it. I'm going to have fun. Yeah, that was a lot of work. Being such a badass all the time took a lot of yeah. effort. It's a lot easier to be fucking stupid. She just like, she sat back and said like, yeah, you know what? I I
1: did my, nobody's going to question how tough I am. So like, I'm going to have fun. If I'm going to put googly eyes on something, I'll put googly eyes on it.
0: Yeah, like it's I fine. do max damage with, if I shield bash you with this thing. Yeah, I'm going to put some googly eyes on it. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah, whatever. I'm real strong. <laughs> I, I put in the work. Now
1: I get to relax. I get to be me. Oh, I dig this so much. All right, give me a D6 for a flaw. Two fish. I'll say anything to avoid having to do extra work. (laughs) The place isn't clean. It's just, it's just, she's just constantly like, eh, I'll get to it. Okay, can I, can I give you a pitch? (laughs) Just washing out, washing out one glass. I'll get to
0: it. (laughs) You have to clean it. It's volunteer based. (laughs) Like, if you have a drink, like, you have to clean up after yourself.
1: Oh yeah, and people just and people just do it cuz she's like you didn't clean up, you're going to clean up your table. Are you leaving? You going to clean up your table? It's like I paid just you. you. Shouldn't you clean up after me? Yeah, and I gave you a beer. I didn't you didn't give me you didn't you didn't pay me to clean.
0: Get the farfin back here. You're like, "What?" Okay. And you awkwardly grab a mop and mop the whole like, "Thank you. Finally some respect around here." You know what? It's the
1: cheapest beer you're ever going to get and it's not bad and the food's pretty solid, like it's pretty good food.
0: Is she the chef? Hmm. I want to say no. All right. So she has There's a cook. Yeah. I'm going to say she has a cook. Is the cook the person who goes missing? Yes. So the cook goes missing and it's like one. Old Red Eye. Old Red Eye. Old Red Eye is the cook. Old Red Eye was a friend of hers from way back in the day. And he's like, hey, I'm looking to retire too. And I heard this is like the place to be like, you want to be a cook? I have literally no idea how to cook a single. All right. You're a cook.
1: And he's gotten pretty good at it, is the thing. Like, oh, he's, yeah. He's definitely picked it. He's picked it up. You know, he can't cook much. can cook even less worth a damn.
0: But when he can cook, cook's pretty good. I fucking that's so good. <laughs> Look, real quick. What's the menu like?
1: Uh, let's see. Now you're speaking my language because this is, I, I love talking about menus, but also specifically like dive bar American Legion menus. So there's a pierogi night. There's a pierogi night. <laughs> okay, chili Saturday. Chili's on chili. Chili cook off every Saturday.
0: I fuck with that. Uh, let's see. Is it hot dog night twenty five cent hot dogs or twenty five cent hot dog night?
1: I think twenty five cent hot dog night, but hot dogs are also a dollar like the rest of the week. So it's like well, I could just get it for a dollar. Like, yeah, I
0: don't. I don't, need I don't that think twenty five cent
1: dog night is like that
0: popular because people are like, it's a dollar. Otherwise, why would I go out of my way? It's on Saturday too. Saturday night is hot dog night. Well, fuck, that sucks. Yeah, welcome. (laughs) I'm boiling tubes of pig anus. It's a lot of
1: fish, a lot of seafood, a lot of like a a lot of like fried fish. They're sort of a Long John Silver's-esque vibe. Red Eye can't do anything, but no, it's just fried. Red Eye got pretty good at uh, at the one flavor of cooking that is just dropping something into hot grease.
0: Oh, absolutely. And
1: frying it just the right amount that you bite into it and it's like crispy on the outside but like so juicy on like that juice is perfectly he got real good at frying and nothing else nothing else hot dogs he's okay at because it's just dropping it into into water yes
0: i am obsessed with this so he catches from the lake essentially they call him old
1: red eye because he was the night watchman on quill Hale's ship oh my god so so he was awake at night so he was old red eye
0: that's perfect. He can stay up for that late shift. Yep. Oh, I dig <laughs> this. Kitchen's open till like 4 a.m. All right, I mean, he'll cook through the night. He doesn't give a shit. He's awake yeah, anyway. Hey, I'm gonna I'm be here, everybody. I'm gonna be here, everybody. <laughs> Perry is asleep.
1: Red Eye, Red Eye, I picture like you never see more than three quarters of him. Like you only ever see him through a door, like through the window, he leans out of a, he leans out through a door yep. into the bar area, yells out one thing, waves at you, and then he's just gone.
0: I love this so much. You
1: like that fish? All right. <laughs> All right. Watch out for those haunted trees. They'll get you. Number 42.
0: All right. I'll talk to you guys later.
1: And that's all, that's, like, that's all he really wants. That's as much engagement as he really
0: wants. Oh, yeah. It's just,
1: like, that one line, a wave, just knowing people are happy. That's really all he wants. That's all Old Red Eye wants.
0: Yeah, this is like a retiree hangout, man. Like, nobody, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. People are just doing this for fun, and they like it. It's not people stressful. Come, yeah, you come,
1: you spend a dollar, you get a beer, you spend a dollar, get a hot dog, you sit, you drink for a little bit. Yeah, you, you, you clean up your table, but, like... You can't beat that. Like, it's just a place to go and hang out. And, you know, it's not too busy. It's not too crowded. There's not a lot of stuff happening outside of the chili cook-offs on Fridays. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a quiet, quirky little place.
0: I'm obsessed. So now what? Now we're now she's... Don't forget to clean up your table. We know that Red Eye, I'm assuming, was going and it was like, well, the lake is looking really juicy today. I think I'm going to cast rod out. You know, falls in the lake, gets pulled in. Or yep. like falls in on a paddle boat. He's not on the paddle boat fishing. Falls in, goes down to yep. the root hollow. Yep. And of course, Perry. So wh- how the image how how I'm seeing Perry going down into the root hollow is like an ocarina of time. When you have your iron boots on, you sink to the bottom of the lake. So someone yep. whose tower shield is like Thor's hammer, like you can't. No one else can pick it up. Just oh yeah, for sure. Has the shield on her back, club in her hand, leaps off of like the coast and just sinks to the bottom. Boom! Punches through, like, a layer of roots, and is, like, lands, like, Iron Man Thor Marvel character style in the root hollow. Because it's been a minute.
1: Let me pitch you another description.
0: Yes, please. She just walks in. Oh, fuck, that's so cool. Like, challenging
1: the sea. (laughs) Like, takes a breath, is like, like, she's standing, and picture her standing at, like, the little tiny two-boat dock behind her Mama Cat and Corby's. Mm -hmm. She, like, knows that Red Eye has gone missing. Because there's still, like, she comes in and there was smoke coming out of the fryer and Red Eye has never burned a fried, a fried piece, like a piece of fried food. Yeah. She's like, well, that means something happened to him. So he's either, he's either dead in the back room or he's gone missing. She walks to the back room. He's not there. She walks to the dock. His fishing line is like on the, is on the dock. He was trolling. And she looks, and she's, she just sees like roots. She sees like tr- like roots and branches around the dock. And she says... Well, you gone too far. You hit me at home, and, uh, shouldn't have done that. And she, she just, like, armors up, puts her shield on her, like, puts her shield on her back, and just, like, walks. Goes up to her knees, starts walking, gets up to her neck, takes a deep breath, walks to the, walks to the to the, to the root hollow.
0: I love it. And is that the end of the tale? Do we want to tell that in a different way at another time or something? I think so. I think that's I think that's
1: where we'll stop the story for now.
0: Yeah. And check in with her at a later date to see what happens. She wakes up, so basically to recap from the beginning, um, Perry Bastion doesn't wake up. Yeah, she woke up from a short rest. Like, you know, I'll start in three hours. I'm gonna take a three yeah. hour nap. Wakes up, the bonfire is burned down, and she's like, all right, time to get my hands dirty again. I am obsessed with this, this like Dark Souls (laughs) zone that she has to go into with her weapon and shield having Google eyes. Yep. I think it's great. I'm obsessed. Oh, my God. I think that's a wrap. I think it's a wrap. On Perry Bastion. So good. I love. Okay, I have to. I have to. All right. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, thank you so much, Gelatinous Deer Slime, for your prompt in the Discord. If you want to submit a prompt for future use in an episode, there are so many ways you can do it. Why are you scared? Send in those cool ideas. Uh, you can tweet at us at amfc underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasychildren. You can post them to
1: our Facebook page at facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can email them to us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. You can post them to our Discord at bit.ly slash AMFC discord. Or you can go to allmyhennessychildren.com and use the content submission form.
0: Yeah. While you're there, check out our Bandcamp, our Patreon page, our Wikipedia made by Katie callup but especially check out our Patreon page. Uh, become a backer and unlock cool things like bonus features, early access to episodes, which is really neat. And it gives us the much needed financial support to do bigger and cooler things. Speaking of really big and cool shit, Jeff, you have announcements to make, I know
1: uh i do i also host podcast called party of one which is an actual play focused on two-player role-playing games you can find that at partyofonepodcast.com you can also go to kickstarter right now and back mission accomplished the role-playing game of super spies and office meetings at the time of this recording which is tuesday at 6 25 p.m yep uh we are just over halfway funded, so there's a pretty good chance that the game the game will become a reality. So go back it. If you enjoy TV shows like Archer or Better Off Ted or The Venture Brothers or movies like Office Space or Burn After Reading, I think you're
0: gonna love it. Yes, and just for like twelve dollars you get a PDF of the effing game. Yep, like twenty dollars gets
1: you a get you a soft cover and the PDF.
0: Like that's sick. So get on that. Do it. Back something amazing. Be a part of fucking game history, man. I have a verbal hug. All right. So this episode, we went back to our roots, and it's something that I talked to Meg, modifier Meg, Meglish about, that like, so say you're playing D&D, right, and you're just playing with your friends or whatever, there's so much cool stuff to be mined from like the mundane things in fantasy that you take for granted. Like, you know, we just built a character by, you know, patting ourselves on the back, because I'm really proud of this one, it was cool. By like just creating a character and taking the tiny details about this person and what they wear and what they use and figuring out why, so mm-hmm. it's just something I want you to think about. Like when you're creating characters for your show or just for fun games or just like in your own room alone, think about everything and ask why. Like why does that person use that weapon? Why why are they a hardened like combat veteran? And what was their story? You know, feel free. Mm-hmm. Don't. It's once again our our common thread of don't be afraid to deep dive into your own fiction and your own ideas like follow pull on that thread and see what comes out on that big ball of beautiful yarn yeah i think that's great i really like that i think that's a i think it's i think just
1: asking you know that that will make your worlds your stories your characters richer is just asking why and saying okay well if this then why then why not that and following that thread where you take it will lead to tremendous results
0: yeah because this episode is sick and i'm really happy
1: about I think it's a good episode. I'm real... I, I think it turned out real fun. And it it has a lot... Speaking of going back to my roots, like, it has a lot of, like, stuff that I grew up around in it. Yeah. Which is another, the other thing in the show that, like, I think is really valuable is, like, you know, think about your own life and think about the people in it and, like, how you can reflect that sort of... Because the world around us is weird and magical. Yes! So, like, reflect that in the, game, in the games that you make and the stories you create and the characters you craft and all of that because... You know, it's part of why we tell stories is to relate our experiences to other people. So, like, make sure you're doing that and make sure you're acknowledging that the world that we live in is full of, like, so much depth and oddities and perf and, like, beauty.
0: Yes. It's amazing. Every day I walk around New York City and I'm like, how could I twist that into fantasy? That building, that subway ride, the fact that we ride a train, you know, just this crowd of people. What city is... What's a busy city like? Why is it busy? And things like that. It's just fun. You know, don't be afraid to just drift off into a world of your own making. You'd be surprised what turns up from it. It might be a show. Um, and with that, is there anything else? I think that's it. I think that's it. And with that, until next time,
1: good Good night night, and good game. game.